Adventure. We're talking real money. And inside the Talking Real Money studio in Florida, it is uh, 74 degrees outside, 95 degrees. Inside the Talking Real Money studio in Bellevue, Washington, it's 95 degrees in the studio and 75 degrees outside the studio. I think we've got this exactly the way it should be. I'm comfortable. You're not. I'm done. I'm, I'm comfortable. Yeah. That's oh. Tom. He's not. And this, this, my friends is the Talking Real Money podcast, a place where we do this. We talk about money. <laughs> That's what we do. And we do it with you. And we hope that you have questions from time to time that we can answer because one of the most fun things we do on this show is actually helping you. You give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, and then we try to help you. We try. Do we always succeed? No. Does anybody? No. We don't expect perfection, just reasonable. And uh, it is a good time to call, too. This first hour, great time to call. We almost always have lots of lines open for you. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And uh, we all know, all of us know, we all know this. No, actually, you don't. But a lot of people believe that if you have what is called an inverted yield curve, that means that shorter-term securities, bonds, yield more than longer-term securities. Usually, it's the other way around. You make more money on the longer-term securities because you're taking time risk. You're tying your money up for a long period of time, and therefore, you typically want to be rewarded for that. Well, now we're in what is called an inverted yield curve. And the bond market is supposed to be telling the problem. The bond market is supposed to be telling us that there's a recession coming. However, it may not be so simple, Tom. Well, and I took a shot. So I don't I, I I got rid of the inverted yield curve. I think it's for three years till I go back in and see my doctor again. So I'm okay. The rest of you going to be a problem but um, i didn't know they so, could fix that inversion on you oh yeah yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> it's a Good lengthy process mm-hmm. but it worked yeah so this I is figured I it mean, was the surgical question we get always is what's next right because that's what you want to know what's next with the economy what's next with my investments what should i do with my money today just talked to a gentleman yesterday who's got a lot of money in cash and eh, i'm a little nervous because stocks have gone up and bonds haven't done a whole lot this year and Shouldn't it be the other way around? Isn't that what people told us at the beginning of the year? The yeah, bonds would have a huge us. year. Yeah, it would be a huge year for bonds and stocks would go nothing. And yet, wow, just because you raised this, I just looked at 100% global equity portfolio year to date, 9.6%. It's gone up 9.6%, while the S&P 500 has gone up 18.2%. And uh, this goes, as the aforementioned gentleman, goes completely against what the soothsayers said at the beginning of this year. Um, no one, I can't find anybody who predicted the S&P 500 would end up above 4,000. And yet today it's trading at 4,500. Um, most people thought the market, the stock markets would go down and the bonds would go up. By the way, an intermediate term bond fund is up about 2% year to date. So it has not done nearly as well as most asset classes with stocks. So this is this weird con- confluence and kind of the well, question is, okay, it, what's next? What do I do? 
Yeah, this is the problem because we think that because something happened in a certain fashion in the past, that it is going to repeat in in semi similar or in many cases identical fashion in the future. So all the pundits, all the uh, commentators on CNBC and Fox Business and everywhere else are all saying, "Well, this is going to happen because this has happened, and whenever this happened in the past, this happened." Well, see, here's an adage that I live by: everything works like it did right up until it stops working that way. It works until it doesn't, in other words. And that's the way it is with any system whereby you're trying to predict the future, predict investments, predict uh, your 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 portfolio, predict what your life is going to look like down the road. <laughs> it works until it doesn't. And that's the theme of today's show, in addition to your calls. It works until it doesn't. 855-935-TALK. Call us, 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Got a buck or two? Don't know what to do? With it, call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Don McDonald here, Tom Cock over there, you there. Thank you for being where you are, wherever that is. And uh, call if you are really baffled about your money situations, if you're, if you're trying to invest and do it better. If you want a second opinion, absolutely. If you're trying to figure out how to meet certain goals, even if you just came into some money and you want to know what to do with it, give us a call, 855 855- Nine three five eight two five five, and Wes, you get to start things off. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. Um, I got a couple of questions. They're about my daughters. I got one daughter that's twenty four, one daughter that's twenty. I got one daughter. It's in. Uh, she's in Vanguard, um, the Star Fund, because you got to have that's the smallest fund you can get with Vanguard. Mm-hmm. And my other yep. daughters, lowest minimum. Yes, but my question about the the the, the Vanguard. Once she gets past the 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 uh, three thousand dollar mark, because she's putting, I got her. She's putting a hundred dollars every two weeks in now. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to move her to the the uh, VTWAX, mm-hmm. and then I want to get her some international. But I'm thinking about moving her over to Fidelity and going into the FSPSX, their international mm-hmm. fund. Yeah, I just want to know if, that, I if that's a good choice. And my other daughter, who's 20, she's already at Fidelity, and she's in the FLCEX index. The fees are high, in my opinion, for an index at 0.39. But well, and, and it it's is. a large, it's a large cap. Uh, you know, yeah, it is high. Uh, those are that's their enhanced funds, and it's funny. Their enhanced funds are a lot like the funds we talk about at Dimensional and the ETFs at Avantis, in that they're factor based, but they really do charge more. For the 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 others don't charge that much. I got to ask also, why don't you just? What's the minimum on an exchange traded fund? Uh, uh, for VT, one share, it's like a hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, again, right, me it, it, it was my money. About, West, you talk about yeah. Oh, you talk about the exchanges like the VT. They're good for for taxable accounts because there's no very few distributions. Or the, yeah, there, or there the should actual. not be that with the Vanguard with with a 
a ETF of any kind, there should not be much in the way of capital gains distributions. Um, so that's an advantage to them. But the other advantage is the, the Vanguard Total World ETF, VT, is U.S. and international. It is a total market fund. It is $99 a share, roughly. So that is her minimum. $99 because now Vanguard is moving all of they're trying to move all of their customers from the mutual fund only accounts into the the Vanguard brokerage account in which you can hold mutual funds or ETFs and one of the wonderful things about them is that if it's a move from a mutual fund to an ETF they have a magical way of doing it that Dimensional is going to start using soon that keeps you from realizing any capital gains when you go from a fund to an ETF did you so have with, another with question the, around with this, Wes? Retirement accounts. I do with the retirement accounts. Wouldn't you rather be in the mutual fund so you get the capital gains and you get by the extra shares through the years, or no. the ETF just grow in value so much it doesn't matter? Well, you you buy you you have them reinvest and they'll reinvest in partial shares. Okay. I yeah, can't that, see a difference that, that, there. I, and again, it. yeah. Okay. I would not use actively. I, I would not use I those just, fidelity I was products. That was a problem. Yeah, no, I, I, I just think I think the world has changed now. We we no longer need to think about minimum investments anymore. I think they are they are a thing of the past. Nowadays, I b- really truly believe, and Dimensional, as I mentioned, is getting ready to make attached. Well, they've applied. Uh, they've applied. Yeah, to they're they're going to do it. They're getting ready to make attached ETFs to all their funds. So the whole world is going ETF, and they're doing it relatively rapidly now. I really believe there'll be a wholesale shift where the the bulk of our money in this country for uh, 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 investment portfolios is going to be in ETFs. And there's so inside bet at Dimensional as to when the VBR, VBR. That's small the small ca- small cap value VBR. Yep. Uh, you're making yep. this too confusing for me. Again, I would either use I'm VT sorry. or AVGE. No, I'm talking yeah. about your if, portfolio for your daughter and. Uh, here's the other thing. I don't know what the purpose of the money they're saving is. Is this for like a house or some retirement. other shorter term? Retirement. Years. Well, then I would do it all. I would do it all in a Roth IRA. Yeah, good it idea. is. They're both are in Roth. I'm sorry. Oh, they're they're both okay. 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 AV, right. AVGE. AVGE would solve your problem right there. Yeah. Because Boom. it's going to give you that small tilt, and it's going to do it for less than a quarter of a percent, which is a lot less than that Fidelity fund. And both of them could do the same fund. Your your older daughter could do it through Fidelity, and your younger daughter can do it through right. Vanguard or vice versa. Right, right. Mike, easier. Okay. It's so much Mike, easier. Sounds good. I appreciate it, guys. Y'all are doing a great job. I appreciate your help. You're awesome. Thanks so much for calling. Yeah, you know, this came up in a conversation actually this morning with a young man who has saved $60,000 into a taxable account. And the, he was like, well, how should I finance my Roth IRAs? Well, you should move money from your taxable account if you're not. The only reason to be the taxable account should be the last place in my mind, because if you're saving for a house or something else, it's kind of longer term, maybe. But otherwise, if this is for retirement, then it should be, you know, traditional 401k, traditional IRA, Roth 401k or Roth IRA. So that money for me that's in a taxable account should simply be, over time, moved into the Roth IRA where it gets the superb tax treatment of no taxation. There's no way no to No tax beat it. at all. Yeah, but the, the thing is is that um, two things have to – one, you've got to make sure that that money is for retirement. 
I mean, there are purposes for taxable accounts. You and you want the thing, at least even psychologically. I believe that I, that any kind of a retirement account, Roth, regular IRA, four hundred one, four hundred three, all of those, they need to be treated as untouchable, literally, absolutely untouchable. Because if you get it in your head that okay, well, I you know I can take it out at fifty five and use it for stuff then you start to hurt your longer-term future. Those monies need to be separate. And the, the great advantage is now we can fund those Roths up to their maximum, and you can do an ETF outside of it and still get some tax advantages. So it's the world is better from out. an investing standpoint. Yeah. And I didn't think I finished the ETF. So inside of Dimensional, there's a bet as to the day more monies in ETFs versus funds. I forget the year. They, th- I think they said like five or six years. But the point is, if I was putting money away for any young person today, it would be in exchange-traded funds. It would be in inexpensive ones that you can get for, what, 0.15, 0.20. I mean, these are very inexpensive. It would use some of the f- aforementioned factors, right, into more small companies, more value, the things that the academics have found pay off over time. But you're right. Put that money away. Don't mess with it. Leave it there. Let it grow. And I think, uh, (laughs) as I told the young man today, Don and I might not be here to celebrate when you retire in 30 years, but I hope you remember us kindly. Yeah. And, you know, I just I'm looking at the, the chart of ETF growth versus mutual funds and mutual funds are on the decline while ETFs are growing fast. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number, 855-935-8255. We really do want to help you become a better money manager than you are now. Don and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. I finally found the actual number. At the end of 2022, there was $22 trillion in U.S. mutual funds. Yeah, 20, Com- 22, Com- 20, tw- okay, yeah, a lot of twos. Sure. Versus six oh. and a half trillion in ETFs. So, so less than a third of up. the size, yeah, right. But that's come yeah. on fast in a few years. That's so. fast. Yeah, because I we we just a few years ago, we were like, mm, let's see what these ETFs do. Yeah. We're, we're, we, we err on the side of conservative, which yeah. is one of the I, reasons and- why <laughs> we don't like a lot of stuff that you think is great, you know, like – uh crypto or um uh these eclectic alternative investments that we talk with some of our friends in the industry about you'll hear more about that on a future podcast uh but the problem is is because because we can't know the future it's like what we've been talking about for the hour just because something happened a certain way in the past tom doesn't mean it's going to do that in the future it definitely does not. You should not take anything in the future for granted. But here's what I do trust in the long haul. I do trust stocks, not individually, but stock markets. And I do trust the right type of fixed income. So back to where we started the program about how it's confusing right now. You know, all these cross currents. Are we going to get in a recession? Be yeah. Is it, are bonds going to go up, down, uh, stocks well, up, that, down, what recession? Do do? The reality is for a good investor, you don't care. And we're going to deliver this message to our clients here shortly, again, as we do every quarter. And we're going to tell them the same thing. We'll go through some of the things that happened in the quarter because people do even remember. Remember the big to-do that we had over the debt ceiling? (laughs) It seems like 
what whatever happened. oh anyway, gosh no i forgot about yeah. that i forgot yeah, about exactly. that exactly huh. yeah mm. as you yeah. won't remember again until 2025 when it pops up again but your well you remember when have... japan took over the united states i mean they totally <laughs> exactly. wiped us right wiped us out it was pebble in beach etc yeah i yeah, got it they destroyed us but you you have a plan and you have a portfolio that matches it that's no joke that's no kidding you you really should, whether you're 20, 24, 54, 84, that's the point. You have that in place so that when all of the soothsayers, the stupefied soothsayers say, here's what's coming next, you just shake your head and say, makes for great copy, not great for investing. But human nature being what it is, because it makes great copy, it burrows into our brains and so the biggest problem we face is not necessarily the information itself. It's the fact that we crave certainty. We want to know what's going on. And we've got to learn to get that out of our lives, out of our heads. 855-935-TALK is our number. Bruce, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much. Hey, uh going to be retiring in a few years here and uh, have a, a good nest egg saved up. We'll have about $2 million and uh, also have a, a good pension, too, working for the government. But um, the question is, is we're, we might go out before I'm 59 and a half, and, and most of our, most of our, uh, of our retirement is in like, you know, the, the 401k type of plan that's a tax deferred, and we have some that's in uh, a Roth. Uh, in order to bridge the gap between uh, retirement fifty nine and a half, it would be better to do like a uh, uh, you know, substantially equal withdrawals from the tax uh, tax deferred, or should we t- you know, tap into like our our already tax money that's in the Roth? Wait, are there any assets? Are there any assets that aren't in a retirement plan? Any assets that are in a taxable account? Um, Yeah, some, but mostly it's either it's they're either in a in a Roth or in a uh, traditional. And how many more years are you going to work? Oh, about three more years. Okay, here's an opportunity. We'll talk about it on the other side of the break. That might. You Makes have an opportunity. Tom I has do. an idea. It's an alternative <gasps> investment. Oh, You'll be rich. No kidding. It's- Nicely done. Great way to keep people around through the break. 855-935-TALK. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. This is the show where we help you deal with your dough better than before. I'm Don. That's Tom. Talking Real Money is the name of the program. The phone number is 855-935-TALK. We're talking to Bruce, who is a government employee. He is set for retirement. He's got uh, lots of retirement accounts. He's got a pension coming up. But he wants to retire early. And he wants to know how to bridge the gap between when he physically retires and when he can take the money from his retirement accounts without that 10% penalty. And Tom had an epiphany. Yeah, you know, I took a vote of the baby boomers in the room, and we agree this is an outrage. Get to work. There's no reason to quit in a couple of years. I mean, that's just that's not going to get another darn job, Bruce. That'll do it. All right. All kidding aside. Okay, so (laughs) we're working well into our 60s and beyond. But anyway, we're 
happy in our yeah, jobs. Come on, so. is this Jeez. this is not that hard a job? <laughs> That's a good point. Good point. Okay, think about so it. here's here's one that I think is pretty easy. Flap actually. our lips. That's it. <laughs> pretty easy. If I were in your circumstance, I would immediately stop making any retirement contributions and take all the money I was saving and put it into a savings account. A, could be high yield, could be CDs, whatever it is, so that you start building a pot of cash so that when you need to take it out shortly, you have something to live on. Hold on. Hold on, though. There's a bug in that in that ointment. Uh, if it's if you have a match at work, maybe save you don't want to give up the free money. Yeah, save up to save the match, up to but the take match. everything else. But that's yeah, a that's... good idea for part of it. It may yeah. not cover all of his expenses. It mm. depends on how long he's going to be retired before 59 and a half. Does yeah. that help? Is Bruce we still there? Lost. They said he was there, but mm-hmm. I don't hear him. Mm-hmm. So he got mad when I said, get back to work. Well, you, he, Of course he did. I think half okay. the uh, Seattle area got mad, and now our podcast <laughs> listeners will get mad later. The other I thing is, is that substantially equal distribution thing is, yeah. is really kind of a nice trick. Uh, when you reach 55, you can start taking money from your retirement plans. What you do is you calculate it. They have the calculation. It's it's over your life expectancy. You figure out what it would be per year, much like your required minimum distribution uh, calculation. Correct. Mm-hmm. And you can you can you you have to take that out every year. What they don't want you to do is take it out once and then not pay taxes on a regular they want to get you paying taxes to the government now on a regular basis and so you can do that and then you can switch back later to whatever you want the advantage there is you pay the tax of course because you're taking money out of a pre-tax account you do not pay the penalty of 10 percent that you would until age 59 and a half so there's an advantage to that as well sure and although tom was kidding um off times people bridge the gap I thought this was all over. The great quit was done. Everybody's going back to work or something. By doing a little bit of something you love. You know, I I have thought about retirement someday. I mean, I'm healthy enough and happy enough and this is easy enough that I can do this for a while. But, you know, there will come a day when I want to step back from this and take some more time because this is a big commitment and uh, and do and take, you know, and that's why I went into voice work. I started creating a, a side hustle of sorts. Does Debbie know that you're thinking of actually retiring or not shared? I know she doesn't listen she to the She actually does. But. She does know that. Um, she's not thrilled. <laughs> my wife has a l- large cackle whenever I mention it. Because <laughs> yeah. my income right. would go well, down. Because yeah. yeah. I don't make nearly as much doing voice work as I do doing this. But... Um, but it is, you know, it's fun and it and it would fill, it'll fill, we figured it makes our retirement calculation a lot simpler too. Yeah. Because right. uh, we, I could pay the, the house payment out of my. And this is my, something uh, people don't think work. about most of the time. A couple more years of work does, a, it, it, it does the one thing. <laughs> You don't have to draw on anything because you're even if you're working less, you're still drawing an income of some kind that pays right. the bills. So you're not drawing as much. You're not drawing. And then guess what? The numbers work really well after that. So, I mean, I figure I'm going to work pretty well till 70 because how long am I going to live after 70? How long do I have to draw? Yeah. Not that long. So, And it's funny. I, I Because I'm married to Debbie, it's not because of my gregariousness, but because of hers. Uh, we meet people and really get to know everything about them within like 12 minutes. 
Uh, I don't know how that's possible, but she just manages to do it. And we have met more couples. It's so interesting. More 70-year-old couples at Disney World who retired but were bored and loved people and just wanted to make a little money interacting with people and worked for years at uh, at Disney. There was a guy who was the greeter at the Grand Floridian. If you've ever stayed at the Grand Floridian, you'll know who I'm talking about. There was this old guy. He was there for our wedding. He was there for years after. He, uh, he recently, I think he finally quit in his 90s. I'm going to put a word for you with Iger. I think I can get you into that Mickey Mouse costume. Fits well, so good luck. Oh, it's hot in there. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Because we want you to live a better life. And we know that unless you get the money part of it under control, you reduce the quality of your future and enhance the quality of someone else's. And not somebody you want to help like a kid. It's no, like your insurance agent or your stockbroker. Yeah. Your bank. Yeah. Yeah. Where you have your money at three tenths oh i think bank of america went up to four tenths oh, four one hundred i'm sorry it's no four, four tenths is it four tenths no four, four tenths it's got to be four, four tenths zero point four point four i hope percent. so yeah i hope yeah. so almost don't, don't half of a percent oh 855-935-TALK <laughs> call us i'm don that's tom and there right there on the line is shane hi shane welcome to the show oh uh, thank you what's up hello Yes, sir. Oh, well, uh, I've got some money that's in uh, in my financial institution, their uh, financial advisor part, and uh, uh, it's not uh, obviously not been doing so hot. It's a lot better than it was. I'm almost back up to where I started two years ago, and I just don't know if I'm in uh, doing what I should be doing here. I don't think this uh, I'm getting the best advice or Here's the question. This is the most important question, and it's so easy to answer if somebody has their their statement near them. Give us the name of just a few of the investments in your portfolio, because those tell us so much. The bulk of it is in the Russell 2000. But the Russell fund? 2000? Yeah, yeah. Is, it the, is there a name, or is it is it an ETF, uh, or is it a fund? I don't know the individual. You know, I don't know. Okay. And then there's a there's who's your stocks. individual stocks? Yeah, there's what like company about is it? What, in, in, go ahead. What company uh, is it with? 
Yeah, what what yeah, company is managing your money? BECU. BECU. Oh, BECU. Okay. I think that's Linsco Private Ledger, correct? Is, is, yeah. Are they the ones who do BEC? Yeah. I think they, yes, are. they are. Yeah. yeah. See, mm-hmm. we 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 like credit unions. Absolutely. We, we respect credit unions. What we don't like about credit unions or banks is the, and this is a generalization, but it applies in this case, I'd be willing to bet, they are commissioned brokers, not generally, generally 100% fiduciary advisors. They have a relationship Uh with somebody who comes and sits in the lobby who is the investment person. We've got several of them working here now. They've come straight after all well don was a broker for a while so they i was come, a broker i gave it up cleaned up their lives they've left that industry and and uh, just to go one step further i used to be sort of pals with the former head of becu and i used to tease him like this is one part of your business you should clean up you should have a hundred percent fiduciary advisor fee only and he go yeah i know we got 18 working on this working on that they never got around to it i don't think that it's a good idea for a bank to have a non-fiduciary sitting in their lobby selling products, which is what they are doing. But it again, makes them more money. It makes them more money. I don't, again, Shane, we're not... I was under the impression you, that they were yeah. a fiduciary, so that's obviously Oh, no, true. no, no, no. <laughs> if somebody from LPL told you they were always acting as a, as a fiduciary, they're fibbers because LPL is a broker-dealer. So the person with whom you are working, I guarantee you, if you go to brokercheck.org and you look them up, you will see that they are registered with FINRA as a broker. Um, that means that they... In that capacity, they do not have to act as a fiduciary, only in their capacity as a registered investment advisor. Now, here's the, the answer. That'll t- this, is, this is what will give you the answer to this question. Do you pay a quarterly fee on the assets under management? I believe so. How much? Do you know how much that is? I do not. I think it's okay. based on how These much are- money's in there. Oh, absolutely. So you may have somebody who's working now as a fiduciary. This is beginning to change a little bit in the industry. Uh, yeah, okay. It is. But, no, it's it's legitimately no, okay. is beginning to change. Fair enough. But here's but what I see happen. Let's find, I'm going to look up the fee now. You look up. Because here's what I see happen oftentimes in a relationship like this, fairly regularly. People start with this kind of relationship, fee only fee based and then along the way the representative says hey i've got this great new fill in the blank product that you really should have in your portfolio because it's great and then they oftentimes don't disclose that they're now acting as uh, for that broker dealer that don mentioned they sell the product they collect the commission it's not in always in your best interest 100 percent of the time that's the issue now the lpl guided wealth program which is a wrap uh, fiduciary wrap program has a fee of 1.35% per year, which is one of the lower fees, by the way, in this business. Okay. It might sound lower, but in it's the still 30, 35% higher than I think you should pay. You're right. Right. But, <laughs> okay. but it may be semi good news though. It may be semi good news. Uh, that you, it's very likely if you are paying a fee, you are working with a fiduciary. Now, what I would do is go to this person. This is, this is an important person in your life. And one, ask them the question, say, are you always required to act as a fiduciary? And if so, if so, how much 
are you charging me to manage my money? And do I ever pay a commission? You have to ask that question specifically. Then, then what you want to do is really go through that portfolio and ask for the reason the, you need if your advisor cannot explain why every single asset in your portfolio is there, why it fits in your portfolio for your life purposes, and the answer is something other than, well, we think that's the best thing to be in. If they say that, then they're they're a terrible fiduciary. They're just they're a fiduciary, but they're not a good one. Uh, they should be able to explain it to you. These are questions. These are conversations that any good advisor will gladly have with a client. Gladly. Transparency, well, they, they understanding. The, yeah. the, uh, they told me what the amount was of their fee, uh, you know, when I first put the money in. I just don't remember what it is off the top of my head. But I know mm-hmm. everything was in the Russell 2000. And, well, that's not you know, good portfolio management orders. right there. I, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, and that's a very focused portfolio. Yeah, and he's never moved it from one thing to the other. I finally told him to put hundred grand in stocks. And, mm-hmm. you know, he did that. And I had mentioned some stocks that I thought were good ones, you know, just like Netflix back when it was $169. And he's like, oh, no, you don't want that. He just doesn't want me in Tesla because Tesla was, has, he didn't like their interiors. And, no, no, know, we don't want you in any of those either, but for different reasons. We don't care about Tesla's interiors, although I drove one and I wasn't thrilled. Um, but we, we don't want you in those individual stocks, but for an entirely different, scientifically sound reason. It's not because of hunches. It's because individual stocks can do really, really well, or they can go to absolutely nothing. And we also know, looking at a long amount, a huge amount of evidence, that people that pick individual stocks, no offense to you, Shane, because you sound like an intelligent person, but the people that are really smart on Wall Street, that use pictures of parking lots and talking to employees and customers to see what the future of the company is, they can't pick the right stocks either. So it's a tough, right. tough, tough it, business. Generally, success is, as a matter of fact, there are multiple studies about this. Uh, success in picking stocks is a matter of luck because you know less than the people managing the big institutional accounts. How can you beat them long term? Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. You know, the other day, I, I, I mentioned at the end of the show, at the end of one of the podcasts, I said, you know, if you want to talk to Tom, he loves talking to people on Saturdays. Just I've said, set up an appointment or give him a call at 800-386-3004. Yeah. And this morning, what happened, Tom? Guy calls. He's like, he, I couldn't believe you actually answered the phone. Great conversation. Sent him on his way with some <laughs> advice. Had fun. It was good. Tom answered the phone. I know, because I was on a FaceTime call with him, and he answered the phone. So if you want to meet with Tom or any one of our advisors for free, go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click Meet an Advisor, or call that number. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now? 